I want, I want, I want two, three, four. <laughs> Come no on over. It's Bible breakfast. <laughs> I don't know. Bible like, breakfast. Can we do like the Hannah Montana Bible. transitions where it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's kind of what I'm feeling. You get you know? that. <laughs> <laughs> the limo out for us. You get the best Ooh, wow. of breakfast. Styles every color. So what's the, what okay. is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Ladies Lady and gentlemen. <laughs> Lady and gentlemen. Going. We Bailey. got Bailey. We got Bailey. Mm. Bailey. Got Zach and oh, Ian. Man. I feel like we're like we're Pac-Man almost like <laughs> Pinky, Blinky, Inkly, and Clyde. <laughs> the fact that you know that. I'm I played. Impressed. I I wow. live next to. <laughs> I just I played a lot of arcade at CC's mm. when I was a kid. So. <laughs> they had a Play Pac-Man. Thing. They had a Pac-Man machine. I always <laughs> just got the little nin- ninja guys, and then yes. and they would fly around. The little parachute guys, yeah. and drop off the. Yeah. Oh, that was so cool. That's good work. Funny story about those guys. Actually, I I was so they're like a one-time use because you can't like re-rubber band them yeah. the same way twice and so i was like as a kid i was like i'm only gonna have this once so i'm gonna save this but i would never use them because i was afraid i would never get it back <laughs> so i had i still have like 50 of those like parachute troopers no that i never used and they just they're like sitting in a bag somewhere give them to kids can we have them <laughs> She's like, give them to kids. I tell you I'm what, like, I want to play with them. Next time, <laughs> next time I go home, I'll look for them and I'll give them to you guys. And we'll put, we'll, we'll just, we'll like snag a parachute on here, and there's a trooper just like <laughs> with his gun right there. So Zach, do you want to tell everybody, you know, why we're here today or what we're doing? I do. So this whole like podcast, you know, Bailey came to me one time a few weeks ago and he was like yo like i've been working on my list millennials i've been working with all of these like creators and content makers and like it's really fun but like there's nothing out there that's like really devoted to jesus in this this Mm -hmm. radical way you know there's there's something special about when believers come together in the morning and they share a community of jesus and they read the bible together and they experience like the testimonies of Christ in their lives. Yeah. That's a great way to start off your day. And we want to do that like together with each other. Now we've never done that before. So this is totally new. But yeah, this I is think brand new. This is fresh. So, but when we do it together, like I think there's going to be so much good fruit for how Jesus can like really kickstart our day and mm. kickstart our week. Mm. And I like like that we're kind of just basing it off what we already do, which is life group. Yeah. You know, sharing testimonies bringing the word in and then just like spending time with each other and we're just really just mimicking exactly what we already do like on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. and like really like diving into you know who we are yeah 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 which is i mean going back to x x2 like x242 through 47 i know we say it a lot it's something that we repeat to i feel like at the end of life group in your college you could repeat it because you hear it so much but it's so true it's a just a picture of community, like getting to sit together and talk about Jesus and build each other up and be a community. Like we were made to be in that community. I was reading last night a book um, and the guy that Chris Valton, he's awesome. um, Shout out. And (laughs) you're going to, you're going to be on the show one day. (laughs) I'd love to 
love to pick your brain. Yeah. But um, and it's a book called Fashion to Rain, and it's a very good book. And he, the first chapter is literally him just rewriting the creation story, but in in like a narrative kind of sense mm-hmm. through the eyes of Adam. And mm-hmm. he talks about at the beginning how Adam was lonely, and he he was like the way it's talking is like Adam was talking to God and was like, God, I'm lonely. I don't know why I'm lonely. You've given me all these animals, and God was like, Let me give you more, and just kind of like giving him these things and. God noticed that he was lonely. And so mm-hmm. he made Eve for him. He, he made woman. And um, Praise immediately. God. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Um, the best but, gift, right? <laughs> best birthday yeah. present ever. It, yeah. And immediately, like, Adam was overjoyed. And yeah. it's it just like you see that in the Bible. But the way that Chris put it was just like this just overjoyed sense that Adam had of it. Like, he knew that he, like, he it was yeah. right because he was in community and he had someone he could share that with. And, it was just really beautiful. I read, literally read this part. I went to bed last night at 1 a.m. Probably not a good idea. But um, it was really beautiful just to see that and to see, like, that is where community comes from. And that's the picture of community. And he, they walked with God in the garden. Like, that was the first community. So now, like, getting to mimic that a little yeah. bit. Like, in the future, way bef- like after all this happened of just, like, getting together and being a community. Like, that is the picture of, like, what God intended for us. And so I like that we can do that and make a podcast like that's really sure, fun yeah. so what's really fun about it is like for the most part this is something that we do like every morning just by ourselves mm-hmm. when we read the bible alone and we we, we call, i call it time with jesus time with god twj it's so good because you're like you know yeah i'm reading the bible or i'm worshiping or i'm you know doing all these things in my normal routine it's a great way to start off your day but when you combine it with the aspect of community then there's you're built up so much more because now you have your own little way that you can hear God, but you also have like your friends and like your mm. brothers and sisters that are like, Hey, like I felt like God said this. And then mm. you're like, wow, I hadn't heard God's voice in that way. But now that I'm hearing it, that makes so much sense. And I'm actually like built up stronger in my belief of God and the way that I can walk out in all of the things that he has for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And hear other people's perspectives, you know, so yeah. like I may get something is falling i may get something completely different than what you get Mm -hmm. and it's so cool because like it the the word is living and so it could be applying to you in such a different way and i'm like oh that's awesome this is what i got out of it and then getting to share that it just opens your eyes so much more to like what the bible is saying and like what you can get out of it and i love that every time we sit down we can read the same verse every day and get something completely new just because it's living and it's active and so and you hear that when you're community Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, just making Jesus our like priority in the morning. You know, we wanna yeah. we wanna lead a movement of like raising up in the morning mm-hmm. and starting with like the Word of God and starting with truth and mm-hmm. like leading into our days like that because we believe as like Christians that just that makes our day so much better. Yeah, that makes the rest of it so much easier. Makes our choices so much easier, and like. You know, apart from Jesus, like, what is our story? It's it's really like we have our life with Jesus, our story with Jesus. And apart from that, anything absent of that is just kind of a false story. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not the truth. And I like what you mentioned, Bailey, about uh, Adam and Eve and, and mm-hmm. how uh, God created Eve, Eve for Adam. And so that actually creates a balance here. And that's why I'm so glad that you're a part of this podcast mm-hmm. is that like I, we could easily stay in our comfort zone mm-hmm. and 
just have this all guys podcast. And but this <laughs> be is very rough and tumble. Dude, son. <laughs> Easy move. <laughs> right. But this is meant for like men and women, girls yes. and boys. Like yeah. this is meant for everybody to be able to listen to and really just rise up together. Yeah. And so by by you being here, it creates this like interesting balance to where, you know, in in this perspective that, you know, we could never have without yeah. that. And so yeah. I think it creates a yeah. cool dynamic. It's almost as if you're like being a spiritual mother to oh, this podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. That was something that I read too, was just like Adam started noticing that there were like Eve, he kept repeating, I mean, this is all made up, so Adam, we don't know if Adam was actually saying this, but it's not made up. It was perceived. Like he just kind of interpreted, was pers- interpreted through this. Um, but it, like Adam kept saying, that he goes, Eve is so intuitive. Eve, Eve notices feelings and things that I don't notice. He <laughs> looks at it with an, and she yeah. looks at it with an emotional standpoint, whereas I'm more logical. And it's like, that's cool because yes, you can have all these guys and you can get deep like into things and logical and like, yeah. And then it's like, where is that kind of like feminine look, outlook? Like, mm-hmm. hey, let's think of like the feeling, you know, or something that you may like pass over because it's just not what you're thinking about. And mm. so, yeah, no, I, Thanks for letting me yeah. join and, and trusting me. Yeah. And for those that don't know, we actually didn't. We The first time we intended to record, we didn't come together. We didn't end up all making it here. And I think that was super like, no, no, it's okay. Um, Ian didn't make it here either. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> My bad. It, it, it was just me and, me and Mullins. Yeah. So. But I think it was such a good learning experience because I felt like god was like okay this is the last little bit that you need for, to be ready for this yeah. because mm-hmm. there was still some pride there mm-hmm. and i think uh, you know what i want all the people watching all the people listening to know and for us to know is that like it's not us that is going to make this happen but it's us, us relinquishing our will and letting the spirit take over in these moments and really praying into what this is going to turn into and like what we should do like on a daily basis with this and uh, it's just so important important to relinquish that. And one thing Zach and I were like kind of leaving a little disappointed because we're like, oh, we were supposed to all get together. Then we're like, guys, let's, I was like, Zach, let's just pray mm-hmm. for Ian and Bailey. There's so much power in the prayer. You, you you think about like, you know, even this morning I was thinking, I was getting ready to come over here and I was like thinking about um, my like great aunt and great uncle. Um, well, I mean, they're great, but they're like, like, yeah. the uncle and aunt yes. of my parents. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but now it does. And, you know, I was thinking about them and I was like, man, like I haven't spoken to them in like two months, maybe yeah. three months or something. It's been a while. Um, and I don't know if they know that they are loved today. Mm. Now, maybe they are definitely feeling like they are loved today, both by each other and by other people. Maybe they're feeling that. Maybe they're not. I have no idea. But it's like, the what's the most what's the smallest thing that I could do right now that would really bless them today? It's like, Oh, it's prayer. Mm. It's like, I want to pray fervently for people that I'm family with people that I love people that are like close to me, people that I'm not close to people that have never heard the gospel before. Everybody needs prayer. Everybody needs to, to see that boosting in their life of the power of the transformative blood of Christ and everything Mm. that they do. And it's like, and myself included, it's like, how can I bless somebody today? Wow, that's a good word, Zach. So that's a good word. That's the that's 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 the definition of what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're supposed to just pray into every little thing. And so, 
we're planning on the show having like some big spiritual leaders that are in college station to come on. Mm-hmm. We have ambitions to eventually get people like Chris Valentin on, which would be <gasps> amazing. T A T A Francis Chan. Oh shoot, that's my guy. That's a Francis Chan. He's a man, dude. He spoke to me. But what what fruit do you guys want to see? One, one word that I got for you specifically, Bailey, was mm. I know your family or your parents recently moved to California. They did. And they're involved mm. in a new church there. Mm-hmm. And, like, from, you know, you coming back from visiting there, mm-hmm. it seems like things are going well yeah. uh, for them. And, and uh, I just got this word of, like, a blessing over your family for mm. this because they'll Receive. be able to connect you connect with you each week in Ooh. like a more realistic level than Good just word. a phone call yeah, yeah. yeah. i love that that's great you know we we do all the things facetime marco polo um call things like that but it's like it's still not like that tangible yeah. and actually my dad preached yesterday on stage and it was oh, so fun to get wow. to tune in live and watch mm. him live like and hear him you streamed and, your dad um i did and it was is you know bittersweet because i was like i would love to be there but um, it was really awesome just to get to see that. And so yeah, maybe a little, little nugget for them to get to, to watch and hear. And, um, so yeah, I yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Receive. And it's my heart just to like, have more Christians in media. Yes. Well, yeah. Our good friend, Prince sure. Will. Oh my goodness. Uh, I love Prince Will. Right. Cool dude. Prince Will, <laughs> yum yum is the recipe that you thought Nick made was actually mine. Oh, <laughs> Prince Will got on this podcast Shade. with. Bailey and starts talking about yum yum. On this podcast? Yes. What? On an episode and says, Nick made this yum yum because Nick Murray told him it was his recipe, but it's actually my recipe, my mom's recipe that I learned when I was a kid. Dirty, dirty liar. (laughs) I'm going to straighten that out. He needs some forgiveness. Nick Murray is a wonderful man of God. I'm allowed to say that because I'm his best friend. He's a wonderful man of God and he, he is. He, there's grace. Just like there's grace for the not sure <laughs> classic, but we love them. I should have known that was uh, your mom's recipe. I think in the episode is. you were like, "Really? It's Nick's?" And he was like, "Yeah, man, yeah." And you were like, "Oh, I never knew N- that." Principal, full, he was right. fully bought into yeah. it. Yeah, I actually need to tell him in person. But fruit from like this, um, I think I just would love to see even someone that doesn't necessarily have like a basis of like even reading the bible or just sitting down and like understanding god's word can just get just a little bit Mm -hmm. of like understanding or see like hey i can do it you know i can sit down and i can open my bible and i can understand what it's saying and i've been a christian for a long time i got saved really quick quickly and um which is awesome praise god and grew up in a great home and like my parents are their bibles and i went to church and everything but i never personally had that like conviction to sit down and be like let me read and let me understand it and every time I thought about it I was like where do I even begin what do I even do and it wasn't until college that I really started to understand this is how you can do it Mm -hmm. so I think I would just love to see even just one person just like you know watch this and and say okay I'm gonna read my bible today and I don't quite know exactly what I'm doing all right now but I'm gonna I'm just gonna open it I'm gonna start and just see that that happen would be really cool I don't know how we would no, unless they yeah. tell us, but... Well, it was through community that that yeah. happened for you, right? Oh, yes, like life group. I I was a Christian, and I knew there was something missing. Like, I loved God, and I was like, God's great, and my life is good. And But I got to college, and I was like, this is not everything I could be... Like, I could have more. And then I went to Antioch, and um, 
didn't join life group for a long time and then join a, I was so craving it so bad and join life group and the people in the life group just living their lives the way they were living it pushed me I literally like left my first night and told my mom I called my mom and everything and I was like I was like mom I want to be like these people I want to live there's something different about them and what was so cool is they opened their arms and they opened their lives and they were like we're gonna and I've rough go I still am you know there's still Mm -hmm. moments where I'm like what am I doing but like the fact that they opened their lives and were like we don't even know you, but we're going to bring yeah. you and teach you and guide you through. And I learned so much from them. And Lauren Johnson is one. She just taught me so much my first year in college. And that really watching her live her life the way she did and Arthur Johnson and all these people, mm. I was just like, I, I need to be that way. And so, um, when we yeah. forget that our lives affect people yeah. like specifically Arthur, you bring up his name, man. And like, Everyone is like, Arthur. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. Dude, yeah. Because Arthur was a big reason that I. Yeah. Arthur was the reason I got, I came to, you know, it's funny. You were mentioning like how community brought you into this. Mm -hmm. It's like, the truth is, is like community brought all of us into this. The, the, the beautiful, amazing thing that like what God has done is like, he said, okay, I'm going to reach out to people, but I'm going to partner with the local church, the Mm -hmm. small church. Even if it's just one single person, I'm going to partner with him or her to like bring the good news of the gospel into somebody's life and transform their life forever. He did that with all of us. You know, you think about like how thankful we are for guys like Arthur or girls like Lauren. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's because these people like submitted to God and they were like, yeah, Yeah. I'm just going to like listen to Jesus and I'm just going to do what he asked me to do. If it means impacting this person in one way, if it means fully accepting somebody, you know, that's like so biblical. That's something we want to do here, like on this podcast. It's like if we can get, if if just a single person, just one person mm. was able to give their life to Jesus or, mm. or, or someone was already saved and they got more intimate with Jesus in their daily life, that's a win for us. That is a win in my book. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I'll be here for 10 years if it means a single person mm. is like, submitted and like gives their life to Jesus and, and is reading daily the word and God and encountering God and, and all, all of his fullness. I would love to do that. Mm. And how can we like help that person get steward in their faith? If that's you, if you're listening to this, <laughs> please, we want to help you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, no, I love it. I was talking to my roommate, um, Ariel and I was just, cause I've been so just learned so much in the last year and, um, was just talking to her last semester about like, I was thinking about college and I was like, what? I know I'm a life group leader and I know I'm a breakaway volunteer and I do all these things, but like, what am I doing that is producing actual fruit Mm -hmm. in people who don't know Jesus? And I was like, nothing. (laughs) And it convicted (laughs) me so bad because I was like, I, I'm not doing something actively to seek out the people, the person that doesn't have a basis. I seek out people who kind of know and like, which is awesome. And we need to do that. But Someone did it for me, but like I was so convicted by it. And I told her, I was like, if, if I leave college just with one person that I encountered and helped them and guided them to the throne room of Jesus and that I knew when I leave college, they are going to carry on. Like I would be so satisfied. I don't have to have 10 or 15 people. It's just like, if I just had that one person. And so like you saying that, yeah. And if we all had that mindset. Who is that one person that we, I can help today? Who's that one person that I can be praying for or bless today? Then, man, if when that multiplies, the world's going to change. The world's going to change so much. This, I mean, all four of us at some point 
were lost, mm. broken. I mean, we don't have to go into our like personal details to know that every single person on this planet has been broken at some point. But okay. like, there's so much redemption when we seek out those things. Yeah. And we could bring like good fruit into mm-hmm. our lives, even if it's just one person at a time. Yeah. Well, and it's it's scary to be community builders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we're called to do. Like the whole idea of discipleship is bigger than you and it's bigger than like just putting putting yourself there to like save one person's soul. Like, yeah, that's so important. But as far as like building a a culture of people that bring people to Jesus, focus on bringing that one person to Jesus or just get up in the morning and start with God. Maybe you're not focused on other people right now, but you're focused on just connecting with God and being filled before you go out and try to reach people. Like if we can build that culture, Mm -hmm. that I think in in itself is so much more powerful than anything else we can do. Yeah. You know, it's so different than anything you see like, in college and that's what I love about the community that we're in is people actively want to see that happen here and so it's not like you're just one person alone like I want this so bad it's like there's so many other people and even the days that you're not feeling it someone is and yeah. someone will will be like hey let's do it let's keep going yeah. you know what I mean and so that's and they'll you know, push again. you in ways that yeah. you didn't know you could be pushed yeah yeah I'm, I, I, I like personally believe that we're all in college station for a reason for oh, people that don't know sure. we're in college station Texas and like the Christian community and movement here yeah. is incredible. It's huge. You got stuff like Breakaway Ministries, which, like, I don't know, thousands of college yeah. students mm-hmm. show up there on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. People give their life to Jesus every week from that specifically. And they're not even um, affiliated with a specific church. They're yeah. just doing what they want to do. Yeah, and it started with one guy, who literally looked at his two or three buddies and was like hey, I feel like God wants me to start this on-campus Bible study, which we do that. Like, we just we just meet in homes. Mm-hmm. And he actively sought out and listened and then graduated, stayed in town. And, you know, is it, is it 20, 20 years, 25 years? Something like that. Yeah. 25, I think. This Later, it's this huge thing that God used because he, mm. this guy simply was like, hey, I'm going to create a community. And mm, now it's yeah. this giant ministry that around the world, people tune in weekly to hear Breakaway and we'll email like TA will tell the volunteers so many testimonies. And he's like, guys, there's someone in another state that called that messaged me and contacted me about my suicide message and mm. told me that like this helped them like decide that they weren't going to, you know, commit suicide. Life, and it's yeah. just like seeing the little things like that. And the fact that like this way back when Greg Mott was so faithful just to be like, Hey, let's just seek after people in such a small way. And now it's this massive thing. Mm. It's like, like what can, like, it's just, it was, it's just amazing to hear how like that God can use that. Yeah. And I I feel like this was really put together by God because Mm -hmm. at the beginning I submitted this to God. Like I had the idea, but like I had the nature before to kind of, uh, weigh on my own strength and rely on that. And so like use my wittiness and stuff to convince people to join what I'm Mm, doing. And right from the beginning, I was just like, God, just put the right people in place. Like highlight to me who you want to be a part of this. And each one of you, uh, like just in order were like highlighted to me. 
And I just went about it in such like a graceful way to like approach you guys. And mm-hmm. I think that made the biggest difference for, for my heart in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just think in order to grow, we need friction. Yes. And yeah. friction is only found in like unknown places. Yeah. And it's whenever we're, you know, going out and doing something new. And so I think too, uh, too many times we get so comfortable with our community and like get comfortable with what we're doing in the church and in the body of Christ. And, and it's okay. That is okay. Um, but I th- we're just called for so much more. We're called to go out and do something new. Like God in like fundamentally is a creator mm-hmm. and creates new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think, you know, being made in the image of God, we're called to make new yeah. things. And so, and I would add to that, yeah. like the, we are called to get out of our comfort zones and into our like courage. Return zones. to radical. Mm. We're, we're, yeah. Like, At Mitchell yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, our pastor Mitchell, he was talking last night. It was like, we don't want to be, um, like lukewarm or comfortable at all. We don't want to, we don't want like Christianity to be a convenience. We want to be radical and we want that like radical Christianity to be like a normal lifestyle. Yeah, you're saying yeah. how like in the Bible you read about these people, they're in the Bible and they didn't live like comfortable lives. They lived radical lives. And he goes, but what's crazy is that's normal Christianity. Like the radical lifestyle yeah. in that we see in the Bible where you're actively seeking out people, you're actively like praying and seeking out all of these, like God every day, like all these things. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is, that's not radical. That's normal. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it, let's just get back to even just normal Christianity to where we are actually like, doing the things of the Bible and being biblical and so that like opened my eyes because I was like, because for so long I've been like, oh, this is such a radical thing. But I'm like, no, this is exactly what Acts is. Like, this is exactly what Paul and Peter and all these faithful men did in the Bible. I'm the abnormal one. Yeah, here. and it was normal. Like, that's their lives. And so, like, when did it become strange for me to actively want to seek someone out, like, on a daily basis, you know, or want to just pray for someone in on the spot? So, and that's funny. It's been a theme amongst a lot of people in a lot of ministries where they're like, let's just be right. Let's get back to like, let's do all this. And I love that you mentioned it. Cause it's like, it is a continual thing that I'm seeing in just the Christian community here in A&M and mm-hmm. even around the world. Like I listen to a lot of um, messages from yeah. other places and every, almost every one of them is like, guys, we got to get back to that. We got to get back to mm-hmm. that. And there's a revival and I hear revival and a revival. It's not just something we're preaching here in college station. It's everywhere. And it's just so cool to see how it's become this, this like movement of people being like, let's get back to that, you know? Yeah. Mm. And I, I feel like there's almost like a balance to it too, because like sometimes we'll just like, at least in my life, in my walk, I remember like having times where I'm like, all right, I'm comfortable. Time to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I have to like seek it yeah. out actively, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like right a conviction. Place. Yeah. Mm. It was out of just like, oh, I've got to be this like, super on fire thing if i'm comfortable (laughs) something's wrong Mm. and so like i think something that god calls us to be radical about too is like i've been reading um it's in isaiah it talks about like in in matthew also it talks about jesus christ being lord of the sabbath and like honoring the sabbath it's like radical rest is something we're called to as well Mm. um at least once one day a week and i feel like sometimes we can like 
toss that out the window when we talk about radicalism. We're yeah, like, just go, 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 go. Ah, yeah, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I think there's a place of like balance in that like community. We, we need, we can't, I can't build a culture by myself. Like God called us in the community to build a culture and mm-hmm. we need people around us to kind of help us do that. You know, dude, I word. love it. Um, yeah, I know Zach needs to get out of here soon. I'm going to be late to we're class. Students. Oh, shoot. A, we're, students at, we're students at Texas. God multiplies time, make him not late to class, make him <laughs> Hey, you know, what? my anything. roommate texted me, Arthur, he, yeah. he was like, hey, I'm not going to class today, so I may not go to class. Well, oh, I have, no, I, should, I need to go to class. No, no, you need to go to it's class. Yeah. I have lab today. It's, go it's to a, class. I'm going to class. Yeah, for people that don't know. Uh, so, yeah, this is something I wanted to do. We didn't really introduce ourselves at the beginning. Um, I kind of went through our names real quick, but can we like each introduce ourselves so people like will get to know us and yeah. we can start with you, Zach, since we're already on that, that topic of yeah. you, you are a physics student, which like that requires going to class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's very important. So yeah. So yeah, I've been, uh, you know, friends call me Zach. That's the, that's my mantra. I, I guess. love it. I, uh, so my life goal is not necessarily to be like a college pastor or, or to lead a church or anything. I, I just want to be someone who loves Jesus. Mm. You know, my, like my dream job is to be like a, someone who works at NASA or SpaceX or some like aerospace industry can or something. Can I get a no-go for lunch? Can I get a no-go for like Houston? We have a problem. Like I want to be Houston. Dude, not <laughs> I want to tell you one thing first, right off the bat in life group, you were like my first buddy. Hmm. Like Arthur oh. brought me in and like, he was like, my kind of like grandfather figure. I don't even want to say father figure, but just like yeah. this like man of God that was like, wow, like you are just so radical for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was yeah. like intentional about me, but you and life group were my first like buddy. Like yeah. you're just like, I just remember coming in and, uh, our hugs are always extra long. They're still extra long. <laughs> you hugged me the other day at worship, and I, uh, I like tried to get off you so I could go back to worship, and I was like, "Oh, he's still hugging me." And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "I guess I'll just ask him about the the podcast." And I was like, "Hey, you ready for the podcast?" <laughs> he was like, "Are we recording?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> Just sitting there in the middle of worship. It's a very uh, beautiful bromance moment, yeah, right yeah. here. Love you, bro. Yeah, but yeah, like like my, I mean, if God ever calls me to you know go to Venezuela mm-hmm. tomorrow to like preach the gospel would i do it absolutely i'll do whatever god wants me to do yeah and that's that's the heart that's that i want hard. that is a tough yeah. sell yeah. to say like okay yeah i want you to lay down your life for jesus well even what we're doing right now is hard and i, I personally feel like god's asked each and every one of us to be here yeah mm-hmm. and it's hard to put yourself out there like that because oh what if we mess up what if we say something that's like not in line with god's will and mm-hmm. that's why i wanted it to be all of us together doing this thing together sharing these moments and experiences together because together you know god is present together we can get somewhere like alone apart isolated you know we fall into temptation we yeah. we are self-destructive you know and all of this stuff and like together we can like check each other's spirit yeah. and and pray into these things and you know i just want this podcast and this the show and this movement that we're creating to be about prayer like mm-hmm. i want it to be about us praying into this and us praying out of it yeah. us praying in us praying out yeah. praying over our food you know blessing the people that are around us blessing the people that are listening right now like mm-hmm. just praying over everything yeah. and really letting the spirit and god move in the way he wants to yeah. here because we're not here for no reason we're not here like on earth for no reason yeah. Yeah. and so let's find 
our purpose in God because anything else is temporary. Yeah. And so why would you want your purpose to be temporary? Amen. You dude. know? Yeah. It's good. Absolutely. So, uh, to wrap up who you are, Zach, give us like the elevator pitch and then we'll, we'll move on to, to Ian. Okay. So the, this is the, uh, the jingle you'll hear in the elevator if it's about my life. If you wow. love Jesus, you are my friend. Mm. Mm. What if you, yeah, what if what if don't, you don't love Jesus? Don't love Jesus? <laughs> you are still my friend. <laughs> yes. Maybe, maybe like brother if you love Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Oh, or maybe yeah, I true. love you regardless, but... We'll try to become. I'm, I'm here to. I'm, <laughs> no, it's just the, I'm here to do one thing and one thing only, and that's proclaim the the God of all nations. And why is that? Please nations. explain to us, for you personally, why is that the case? I'm glad you asked, Bailey. Yeah. So, like for me, it's like I read the Bible, and it's very clear in all of the scriptures that Jesus taught that this is not something that I keep to myself. This is not something that we keep to ourselves. Mm-hmm. It says in Matthew twenty eighteen like go it's they call it the great commission it says like to go and preach the the gospel this good news about what jesus has done with our lives where he's he's died and taken all of our sins and all of our shame and all of that and he's come back and he's restored relationship with god the father and and that beautiful news which is so transformative in all of its glory is not meant for me alone it's not meant for you alone it's not meant for you alone bailey it's meant for all of us and and to share that with community is so paramount we we were just talking about that earlier we want to share that community to be a global community we want every single person tribe tongue and nation to know the name of jesus and to proclaim his name as well to say like because because what you were talking about like our purposes and our missions like god created all of the earth and all of humanity and all of the birds of the air and all of these things because he simply loved it and that he Mm. wanted to like get his beauty out into the universe Mm. and that the universe could reverberate his beauty Mm. and we're to do the same thing in all of our like everything that we do like we like i want to reverberate the beauty and majesty of god like the god like the majesty of God is made manifest in my life in the perfection of his beauty. It's like, I want to manifest God's intentions and beauty and power in my life so that I can go and proclaim his name and worship God and honor God in that way. Wow. That's a good word. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) One thing that popped in my head while you're saying this is like the idea of creation, right? Um, you know, God gives us a new will to live, a new spirit, yeah. a new nature. Mm-hmm. And then God also talks about in the Bible, and for for those that don't know, is that he's actually going to create a new heaven yeah. and a new earth. And I heard this word okay. recently from the Mosaic podcast, and it's like, mm-hmm. I could see why we'd make a new earth, but like, <laughs> isn't heaven kind of perfect? And it's like, see, that's what's great about God. It is perfect. Mm-hmm. But... God just loves to create something new and making it even better. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's the nature of God. And do you know why the new heaven and the new earth are new? Do you know why? They're, I don't know. They're made, Tell us. Heaven is made new because it is unified with earth. And likewise, earth is made new mm. because it is unified with heaven. The, the grand story of the Bible is that God is essentially taking heaven and taking earth and playing tug of war with them. And at the end of the story, he's going to bring them together and they're going to be unified perfectly with each other. God's space and human space will be the same thing. And I love the idea of that because, you know, it even talks about 
in the Bible. I don't know it specifically, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. But it talks about us being able to kind of fly, like us having some type of, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, please double check and we'll correct this yeah. and we'll back this up. Maybe look it up, Ian. Oh, uh, I, okay, I got you. you know, talking about research. Um, we need a research. fact check. Guy in the chair, flying on the new Earth. But like, I can just imagine us all being in this like heavenly form mm. and knowing each other and remembering mm. our time together in this community while we we're on Earth. Yeah, and then being on the new Earth that's also combined with heaven, running around with Jesus. But also like just flying all over the yeah. universe and exploring yeah. we, what God's created. We will be people. People have this. I don't know where they got. They must have got this idea from like the like music and arts or something like paintings or whatever. People have this idea that like you know someday for like the next ten thousand years and then for eternity afterwards we're going to be sitting on some clouds playing a harp mm. with a white robe on just chilling. <laughs> it's like I mean if that's what you want for heaven, sure we can do that. Maybe we can do that a couple times, but like, <laughs> like we're gonna be busy. There's a, yeah. there's stuff to do, and there are mm. things to do. Like when God put Adam in the garden, He gave him a job. Mm. People are like, "Oh, I hate going to work." It's like really. Well, is is it really evil? It's like God is like, yeah, gave I mean, Adam things to do. One thing that I learned was that He did give Adam things to do, but they were enjoyable. It was yeah. like it was mm. never hard work and toil and when adam and eve fell the curse that that god put on adam because they fell and they sinned Mm -hmm. was that um his work would be hard and Mm -hmm. he would have to toil and so there is a good part of work that is godly because like you said there is there will be something to do like god gives us things to do so we're not just kind of twiddling our thumbs but the whole point of like the the curse that was on earth and the fact that earth is separate is is that like work is hard mm-hmm. and that was also like the curse on eve was that she would have birth pains and things and then man would like rule over her but and man would enjoy it that was the the curse on women and then on men it was that your hard work would be toil and it would yeah. be mm-hmm. it would you would have to sweat and you would you wouldn't see fruit all the time and it would just be constant you'd have to work really really hard to see something and in the garden Adam enjoyed what he was doing. He got to run around and name animals and plant and everything was there for him. Like it was, it was basically heaven. Like that was the point of the garden was was that it was heaven. So yes, like we will have jobs and yes, jobs here are important, but there is that factor of like, it's hard work. And that's what unfortunately like the fall brought in. And yes, we are in the new covenant and yes, there's, there's a relationship with Jesus, but work is still meant to be that, hard yeah. thing here you yeah. know and so there like there will be enjoyable yeah. work in heaven and i i don't know what that's gonna look like and it's I'm, gonna be fun so. i've actually got a good joke you reminded me of when you're talking about <laughs> adam naming the animals <laughs> when uh i heard this joke one time that was like you know when adam first started the naming the animals he was really creative he'd see one go by he'd go hippopotamus <laughs> see another one go rhinoceros by the end of the day, he'd be like, cow, <laughs> <laughs> ox. <laughs> That's funny. Um, That's funny. I appreciate it. So to go back to the flying thing, I found this article um, on return to the word, just because I thought that was an interesting. So uh, it doesn't say. No, my, my class starts in like 15 minutes. Oh, bro. Okay, we're going to finish it up. <laughs> it's like, I'm, it I'm, I'm not going to. I'm going to be late anyway. It yeah. doesn't like say specifically, oh, we're going to fly. Um, 
<laughs> I think his point that he basically I'm not going to read in the scripture. I'm just going to sum it up really fast. He talks about how like Jesus when he rose, he was given like this glorified body. And then, you know, read yeah. the Bible, there's places where it says, "Oh, we'll have that glorified body." And the difference between them is like Jesus when he resurrected, he would like appear places, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, "What the heck? Yo, Jesus, you're in this room all of a sudden." Yeah. And his argument or his synopsis is basically like right now we live in bodies where our spirit is um like held by our flesh and where mm. we control our spirit through our flesh. we carry our spirit by the flesh but our new bodies will be spirit carried rather than flesh carried yeah. and so that's a good, good yeah. word yeah so that's what he landed i i think it's solid i mean i'm not gonna like but it, the Bible isn't like, when you resurrect, you'll fly. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't say that anywhere. Okay. I don't but. think anyone will ever know until we get there, like, exactly yeah. what we will look like, what we will be like. You know, it's it's just, yeah. I think, and that's, that's I like that, the mystery that God allowed. is just yeah. like, we don't know everything, and yeah. there's something to look forward to and, when we get there. And at the end of the day, you're, I mean, our bodies are glorified. Like, right. God calls the thing that we'll be walking around in, glorified god says that wow you know i I was thinking about this one time at worship this is kind of a theological thing but i was thinking about jesus when he came back from the dead and how he still had the holes in his hands and Mm. still had the hole in his side Mm. and his feet and i was like man like jesus still has the scars from when he died and i was literally this is so it's kind of naive but if you don't really think about it you it's an honest question and honest questions need honest answers but like when you think about like I was thinking how like when I die and then when I come back, when Jesus comes back that I was thinking, I was like, man, like, should I be cremated or buried? It's like, am I going to really like mess up my, my glorified body? Like, what am I going to do? And like, God just like met me in the spirit and he was like, listen, Zach, like there are scars on my body because I took those scars that you were supposed to have. Uh You're not going to have any scars because you are loved and you are forgiven. You're washed clean. And I bear those scars for eternity because I love you. Mm. Wow. Wow. You were just casually thinking about being cremated? <laughs> I was thinking about what to do with my body when I'm a corpse. It's a little different. Hmm, what happens this was, if they burn me? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you Am got I, a heavy revving. Is out my of it, glorified so. body just a pile of ash? <laughs> there are people Dude, that's there wild. are people out there and I don't I'm not gonna judge or anything. There are people out there that think that like when when you know revelation happens in the tribulation and all that like jesus comes back our bodies will be raised and that if you're burned you're not there you're not then i'm uh, like huh. oh, wow. i'm, oh, I'm crazy. incredibly certain that whatever's left of peter and of paul is not there anymore it's just dust i don't yeah i don't and here's the thing right. about revelation and one thing i've learned about it real <laughs> biodegradable. quick biodegradable <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> it's, nothing's more biodegradable back. than a corpse it's it's back <laughs> to the earth it's you know, yeah right i can't but one thing I learned <laughs> what is that... What are we that, talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I lost my point, too. I was going to say something about Body it. Body breakfast. Oh, something. Revelation. Yeah. Um, I don't think Revelation is necessarily meant to be intensely interpreted. Because in the Bible, it says that it is a sin if you interpret this mm. wrong and you tell people. And it's like, that is very loose on what I just said. But like... I don't think revelation is necessarily meant to be a, a book that we sit and we're like, this is exactly yeah. what this means. Because honestly, I don't know what it means. Like mm. it just tells us like, Hey, this is what's to come. And I don't think everything that it's in there is supposed to be known. So then there's like this added mystery of like, yeah. what will happen? What will, what will yeah, our bodies no. do? What will we look like? And I love that. Like we don't know everything and that if we did, we would get bored. Yeah. Like yeah. I would be like, I know what I'm doing. So <laughs> like, that's a know. good, that's a good point actually generally on like the Bible itself and how it's like, um, there, there's, 
a lot of things in the Bible, but not everything is in the Bible, and it doesn't need to be. I, I remember a long time ago, somebody asked me, I was like, what do you think about dinosaurs in the Bible? And I was like, well, what about them? And he was like, well, why doesn't the Bible mention dinosaurs? And I was like, well, why should it? And I was like, like dinosaurs are not relevant to what, like the purpose of the Bible is to like guide and bless those who are believers. Yeah. It's not, and, and, and those who want to seek out God, it's like, it's there for them. It's not supposed to be a science textbook mm-hmm. or to like have every single detail about everything. There are things yeah. left out. There are things like it talks about in revelation, how like it measures the inner court of heaven mm-hmm. and then it, and then it gives very specific measurements about that and you can go yeah. read about that in revelation and then yeah. it also talks about like john was about to measure the outer court as well and mm-hmm. the angel was like no 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 don't do that we're not gonna don't mess yeah. around with that and it was like why and it's like well it doesn't matter the point is made manifest that the measurements of the inner court are huge yeah. and therefore mm-hmm. that like it's, god is not a small yeah. thing he's yeah. huge he's big and, he, yeah. and he's powerful and yeah. the point was made that way it's Still like so why why measure yeah. the outer court yeah Okay, I really have to go. Okay. Okay, so you actually finished introducing yourself, so you're welcome to to head out, and we can finish the rest of the introductions. And I want to I want to hear all the. Okay, let's uh, let's let's right. let's just uh, wrap this thing up and uh, wrap it into a nice bow and then give it away. Sell it. So you're next, man. Sweet. Hear. How? What kind of intro do you want? Like. Uh, Ooh. Come on over. <laughs> Come on. Come on My over. My name is Ian. My name's Ian. Get you yeah. some breakfast. Get you some Ian. Um, oh Ian Dow, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh gosh, the one and only. Dude, you got a huge family. I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Man. Okay, I'll throw that in there. Um, man, I grew up in a homeschool Christian home. It's like some mini testimony. Um, eight kids in my family, but I actually was pretty not like in line with God until I was like 20. Like I just kind of did my own thing and was like, all right, I'm good. And like, you know, I knew all the stuff to say and like how to like read a Bible and study it, but I didn't really know how to like pursue Jesus or why that was even important. Mm -hmm. So can you kind of, because you, your your brother does some media stuff, and yeah. you were doing it for a little while, and you actually got flown out to uh, Los Angeles. Oh yeah, and it was an interesting experience for you. You visited, uh, like the the it was at the time tech, musically, musically, yeah, and uh, and so one of the things that you felt like God was bringing you here for was to keep our hearts right in the right path as far as not allowing you know any type of influential power or anything like that you know corrupt our intentions for what we're trying to do here yeah i can give like a backstory to that so when i did get flown out to la i remember i mean i was 19 and i was doing social media i was dating a girl i thought i was gonna marry her for sure um Mm. Didn't praise God. <laughs> Thank you. When people Jesus. ask me that story, they're like, well, why'd she dump me? I'm like, well, she loved God and I didn't. So it's like she needed to. Um, but yeah, when I flew out there, I remember getting there and it was cool. Like I met cool people and it was great. You know, we I got to meet, I think that at the time the guy was like the president of Musically US and all these other famous YouTubers and stuff. Um, at like 19 years old, I was like, this is crazy. My brother paid for me to be out there. Um, my brother's Aaron Doe, by the way, if anyone's listening, he's a, he was a Viner back when Vine was a thing, but I remember getting there and I wasn't walking with God at the time really at all. I was just like, 
I had like close friends and stuff like that. Um, and I remember being there and being like, wow, this is like the life. This is where people are supposed to be happy. Like they're making money. They're doing like they don't worry about this stuff. But I remember like walking around and being like, everyone here has like everything. But no one can be like really themselves. Like everyone had to put on this fake facade about, oh, I know what I'm doing. You know, I've got all this money. And I didn't feel like I really met anyone. I feel like I met the persona that they were trying to make themselves out mm-hmm. to be. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to live fake. I don't want to live like I have to be something that I'm not. And so I think like the core of who I want to be is, I mean, obviously love Jesus, but I want to be authentic. Like I don't want to just do a podcast just to do a podcast. Like if we're going to do a podcast, I say we should gear it towards Jesus. I talked to Bailey and Zach about this was like, um, you know, we can impact a lot of lives, but that means nothing compared to impacting just one person's eternity. And so if we can impact eternities, it's just like, it's a whole new realm, you know, it's a whole new meaning and purpose because this is something that's actually going to last and it's founded on the cornerstone, which is Jesus, which is Mm. the whole reason we're here and even able to like live and do this stuff. So, Mm. and I love these introductions because it all kind of comes back to our core, which is our identity in God, our Mm -hmm. identity in what Jesus has done to like basically save us, to bless our soul and allow us to live in eternity with this, you know, in love, you know, with uh, each other, but with our creator. And, uh, you know, that's truly where we find our happiness and our joy is through this relationship and so mm-hmm. thanks for introducing yourself ian that's so welcome bro. great we love you um, computer the desk man computer man <laughs> guy in the chair <laughs> guy in the chair <laughs> we like so we for y'all listening we might actually end up creating like surnames <laughs> for everyone not too sure what they are i think we got a surnames. couple of them down is surnames. that surname it's like nicknames nicknames yeah. surnames are like your last name yeah Oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. Um, Bailey, do you want to go ahead? Hello. Or I can go. I feel like I'll we'll save the best for last. I, I feel like I already <laughs> kind of picked Bailey's nickname for her, but yeah. you should be free to choose, I guess. Yeah, oh, I like Chief. Chief. I say we stick with Chief. <laughs> You've been going to you can be going I mean, to hey, Bailey. we can expand the Chief. I answer to Chief. Well, so. one thing that Ian pointed out, and it was cool because it was like, bible breakfast and then we got bailey and bailey and it was just interesting to have the b and b thing going on and it's like <laughs> the red b i don't know i don't know if that's like coincidence because i don't really yeah. believe in coincidence that yeah. much you know also i like the sound bailey bailey and zach bailey, bailey, and zach. bailey yeah bailey just don't don't zach. add ian in there anywhere with just ian. leave it out with, with, with ian, ian. Yeah, featuring, featuring featuring oh ian. i like about, the feature what about B- bailey and the bible breakfast boys that's our group me name. Me. <laughs> That's like a I band. Mean, I'm always down Isn't it? So I'll, I'll actually introduce myself so we can save Bailey for last because oh, I feel like that would like be that. honoring. The last shall like be that. first. Um, I like that. Amen. So, ba- the Bailey is uh, the cutest one of us all here. So. <laughs> are, you, are you talking about me? Oh. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he is, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so I'm Bailey Mullins. I'm originally from Austin, Texas. Whoop. Um, 
Oh, are we doing like our live group <laughs> intro? <laughs> no, I whooped. I, I, I I'm not even from I'm Austin, an agriculture so. communication journal major. And no, if I, my voice could sound like <laughs> anything, it would be. <laughs> if the, last week in live group, we did. If, the, like if the, the animal noise, the only one animal noise can come out of your mouth for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. And we had to like say the noise. That's, funny. That's oh, a good bro. Well, well, what was your voice? <laughs> it was a dolphin noise but i'm gonna refrain from Please. this yeah, don't maybe on a good day please tell me someone said fox and just went ring, ding, ding, yes. ding. are you serious did, a totally really? girl did yes. Lydia. she's amazing she said what i would do what the fox does i was obsessed was with that hilarious. song that song was, was so good it was in just a weird way it was a, it's a classic now yeah, yeah. all right but yeah um I started a podcast uh, a, yeah, a little over a year and a half ago now, or yeah, a little over a year and a half, and uh, did not start Jesus focused. Mm. Um, I believed in God, wasn't following Jesus. Um, and shortly after I started the podcast, I actually found uh, Life Group and y'all's Life Group mm-hmm. and Whoop. went over to Lauren's house yes yeah, oh, i miss it yeah lauren johnson and uh just came in there like kind of like a punk you know you want to hear a funny story <laughs> about lauren johnson sure I, she was the first like woman of god that i had ever met and i had the hugest crush on oh her. we all oh, whenever shoot. the first person we meet you're always like, <gasps> you're like are you the one right because you're because you're like because yeah, yeah, you're like I have never met somebody who actually reads their Bible. Right? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that about you. And then you're like, uh, well, Lauren, I didn't tell. I, Arthur Johnson. Yeah, Warren, if you're listening, I liked you when I was, <laughs> oh, when I was a freshman. Uh, but this I was could like, be uh, an awkward. This, that might be awkward when I see her next. <laughs> all right, let's all just say our, but, our Antioch crush. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> because um, they might listen. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, Bailey, I just want to say like, I just want to honor you. I know you're giving your intro, but um, when you first came, uh, I mean, you were a cool guy, but you could just tell that you weren't feeling it for a Mm. while. Um, And that's okay. Not everyone is at first. But what was really cool is to see how you stuck with it. And just even in a, like in less than a year or about a year, like just the difference in just how you carry yourself, Mm. just how you look like, like just like how your face is like, you don't look like, frustrated or mad all the time you're like right. you look just at peace a lot more and like just watching you go from being someone that like you said like you believe in god you didn't follow jesus kind of thing like going from being someone that's like i have a podcast blah, 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 to being like i want to use this for jesus mm. it's been really cool to watch and just like watch you grow through that so just yeah. honoring you yeah thank you i i was just in a i was in a place of just worshiping myself mm. you know mm, i yeah. i kind of grew up with this idea of like like I was always unique, but I always wanted to be like the the cool guy, I guess. Same. And yeah, <laughs> and like I guess that was you know kind of how I was brought up by my dad. Like he would tell me stories of high school, and I was like, you know, I'm aspiring to make my dad proud by being as cool as him. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kind of led me to probably the wrong group of friends and just the wrong type of relationships yeah. and. Uh, not really diving into who I truly was, not discovering who I truly was and like having this nature of love for people and stuff. I always was a good person, but like, and I had this anointing on my life. God's always, even through me turning away from him, has had his hand around me, which is incredible when you look back and you see like, you know, God was seeking you before you even started seeking him. Mm -hmm. 
and way before. And so I can look back to, because I was saved at like three years old. And so my grandma just poured into me when I was young and said, hey, you are a mighty man of God. And I just imagined this like glowing figure. And I was so proud of that. And to lose that, you know, in my youth, in in high school, yeah. um, I didn't realize what I had lost until I got it back in yeah. college. And just this like proudness and this idea of living for who I actually am made for, what I'm actually made to be, which yeah. is a mighty man of God, this glowing figure that can bring light into darkness. And God has given me so many spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And I just started to realize, like, it's a shame if I use these to glorify myself. Wow. It's a shame if I use these for anything other than why he gave them to me. And so as I've been doing the podcast and as I've been growing in life group and growing in community and you guys have been pouring into me, I know Zach discipled me for a little while and then meeting Ian and and just, uh, just the little things, I think once we accept jesus and focus on him we can then take the opinions and the the advice from others and actually apply it and so like seeing that happen in my life and then over time realizing wow like you know if i don't do this then like we're not here having this podcast right now we're not doing this and like i just realized that there was so much God had intended for me and intended for my life. And it was so much better than I could have even fathomed of creating. So mm-hmm. at a time I was, you know, I wanted to become famous. I wanted to uh, just focus on money. And mm-hmm. I was finding my identity in, in people, other people, like yeah. other people enjoying, like liking me. Other people like saying, oh, that's someone that, that I want to be. And then, you know, as soon as I started finding my identity in God, that's when I really found who I was. And so to, to wrap it all up, um, you know, I just want to, it was prophesied over me. I'm not going to really say who it was. Um, someone we mentioned already. Uh, <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> some, some grandpa figure. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> um, but I'm lost. I don't know who it is. He, he's okay. a grandpa figure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, we'll just keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um, he um, prophesied that I would lead millions of people, but he didn't tell me this because he knew, like, at the time, I wasn't ready to hear it. I know but, who this is. Well, <laughs> but God, God actually told me through, like, a succession of, like, three different people. Yeah. So, like, some. I, I, so when I really, like, really started just, like, chasing after Jesus, there's a point where I started following Jesus, but when I started chasing after Jesus, I went back to Austin and got involved, really, in a life group there during the summer yeah. and met all these incredible people, and I met this girl named Melani. And Melani used to go to Antioch College Station. Yes. And May she was is awesome. Yeah, May is, oh, shout out May. Uh, she knows uh i guess i'd give it up she knows arthur and uh i was right (laughs) and arthur i guess told her that that he felt that way and she ended up telling me and uh just the way i found out was humbling too because i was like i'm glad you didn't tell me this arthur but i'm glad that god revealed that to me because that's something i believed in myself and so i guess 
my goal right now is just to make community impact. I want to build localized community and I want to see like radical change happen all over the world in a physical way and a spiritual way. And so that's a long winded answer for, uh, that was great. you know, who I am. So <laughs> thanks for sharing. That's yeah. real. Sweet. Chief, transition over to Chief. Chief, put the camera Chief on her. Bailey there she Thomas. Is. Here Chief I am. Bailey, Thomas. Bailey, Rebecca Send Thomas. Me. That is Rebecca. my name now. The wow. world. Knows. Oh man. <laughs> or the name, world. The name drop. <laughs> that is my name. It has significance. You're not gonna be able to go on the streets anymore. No, they're gonna be like, is that the, Bailey, the, Rebecca, the, Chief? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Chief. Chief. <laughs> Follow um, you. Will you sign my forehead? That would be so funny if we end up like doing live podcasts and where we have an audience and people are like chief chief chief, chief please chief, 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 please chief, that please would be the greatest oh that'd be fun um wow <laughs> oh dreams um won't be long before that happens i i see it <laughs> happening it like we'll I, lead we'll lead the chant yeah <laughs> we'll just be in the crowd it'll just be start it now stage. and then it'll chief, become a thing chief, yeah that's chief, how that's our jingle chief, now chief 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 i just want to say like i really feel god's blessing over this mm. i really feel uh, I've been praying a lot about it. I'm like, God, what do you, where do you want this to go? Do you want this to happen? Like, if you want this to happen, allow it to happen. And I, I just feel like this is going to, like, not only do what we want as far as impact, but it's going to change our lives too. And I feel it happening, and I'm ready for it to happening happen. Yeah. And I'm, like, willing to allow God to let it happen. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of scary, but it's, like, fun and like exciting at the same time and i'm just ready to see yeah uh, what, what comes <laughs> but bailey I'm thomas that's me that's who are name. you i am a 20 year old female i'm just kidding <laughs> wow <laughs> this is what um, this is very descriptive wow. i am Wait. Um, five foot six inches in oh height. i wish <laughs> i'm five three oh, 1.44 meters <laughs> I think I I'm two point one meters actually. I've, are you? Did you're, you just do that math in your head? No, I've made that number. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was like, I wonder how close what? that is. Though. No, I, I, when I was in, that was I had to and, respond uh, with, uh, with meters with metric. Can, can we just take a pause real quick? How tall are you, Ian? I, Over two meters. I am six foot nine. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need tall, tall people. Guard, guard your hearts, ladies. Oh no! Well, uh, please. A tall man. I think there's like a point where it's like, okay, I can't even dance with him, so it's like, <laughs> might need to. Uh, I, I can't lean. I can't even reach his shoulder to lean on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't put my head on his shoulder. So. Yeah, no, it's Ian. Be a problem. Girls, put girls actually appreciate. Well, shoulder. I'm not gonna speak for all women. No, no. I. Yeah, but they appreciate taste. the tallness. You know, it's it's kind of harder sometimes when there's like not a high difference i think people are like oh he's kind of short and you're like okay fine it's whatever you know so don't dock your tall don't say anything i know i'm not (laughs) i i I don't have like i've gotten over the insecurities like growing up but like i part of it was like a pride place too you know it was like oh i'm the tallest one here Uh, i have this thing where i walk by like other tall guys and like stand up straighter like to make sure I, assert your dumb yeah no it, it's just what a power it just move. happens like i don't even control it and i'm like all right god i gotta work on the, like i don't want to slouch but i also don't want to like intentionally yeah. try yeah. to be like above yeah. people you know yeah, yeah. can so, you dunk uh yeah i played a lot of basketball <laughs> high school, so yeah. you still do next year um yeah i did yeah so yeah i can definitely dunk that was i mean when you're this tall it's not near as hard i think yeah you ever played mitchell 
Dude, I played with Mitchell at at, um, Fall Retreat. Retreat. Were you on his team? I was on Mitchell's team. And dude, I cannot tell you how just uh, I was so nervous that whole day. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) I would be too. Every single person came up to me and they're like, hey, you excited for the tournament? Hey, bro, I can't wait. I want you on my team, bro. And I was like, guys, y'all are putting weight. I was already like going through a lot. So I was like, I can't handle all this attention. (laughs) And we get there and I'm like, all right, it's going to be this like chill like basketball tournament, right? Nick Murray is announced. Nick Literally. Murray talked the whole time. We had like strobe lights. He, he was in a three-piece suit. Dude, yeah, we had suits on he and like the, mics. He, he did. Oh my gosh, Him bro. and Kyle Blevins, well, Reagan Blevins. Yeah, dude. I still call him Kyle. Kyle. I'm I sorry, call him Kyle, Kyle Reagan. I, call, I just call him Blevs now. I can't yeah. call him anything other than Kyle. It's just weird yeah. to me. But. Have, like, but if you, I, I thought that, and then if you ask him why, he he's changing his name it'll change your whole You're perspective right. on yeah, it chief yeah. chief and i were there when he we were like the first ones he told yeah. that he was going to change and he did that well we just straight up asked him we were like why well he's like hey i'm thinking about changing my name to reagan we were like why yeah why <laughs> on the campus of LSU. we should have him yeah. on here and he'll tell us why yeah, yeah for sure that'd be guy. fun i get to lead with him for one more week um <laughs> and then you'll be in his you'll you'll be, be led by him yeah How um cool, is that? cool well i'll just go yeah yeah I'll keep us on track. Um, yeah, so I have I was raised in Christian home. Um, mm-hmm. Have known God my whole life. Um, my, my parents are awesome. Really great ministry people. Was raised as a ministry kid. Um, was church all the time, and I, um, you know I knew Jesus for a long time in a very service level way. I was like, yeah, God's mm-hmm. good. Jesus is good. He died for me. It's amazing. It's awesome, guys. Mm-hmm. And I even like it baffles me how God was so gracious with me. I even worked in ministry in high school and didn't have any deep intimate relationship with Jesus. It was so service level and so prideful and things and the Lord still used me. And that's just amazing to see. And, um, so God is so patient and gracious with me in that, but, um, I didn't really know what it was like to actually intimately love Jesus until Mm -hmm. college. Mm -hmm. And even honestly, until the last year of my life, Mm -hmm. um, God just really like hit me hard in this last year of just like what I'm calling. He's called me in ministry, changed my major, did all that to get back kind of in the line with that. And, um, in the last year, God's just really broken me in a beautiful way and been like, I'm going to break you so I can remold you into how I really want you to be. And, um, pruning me And John 15 has been like my thing for the last year and my word for the years abide and it's just like really diving into john 15 like what does that look like to be pruned so that you can have fruit and you can actually be that like thriving vine on the branch like Mm. branch on the vine and um in the last year i've just really been learning god like what does it look look like to be obedient to you like the simple yes of being like when god asked me to do something my yes does not have strings attached Mm. it is like yes and I will go and so my big thing is just being obedient like I want to be the most obedient I can to God um that I can be and if that means like changing my major yeah if that means giving up my spring break to go um on a mission trip yeah I'm gonna do it if that means you know living overseas one day I never a year ago if you had told me that I'd be sitting here saying I could go overseas and live there I would have laughed in your face and be like no Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that and then the last year I was like I could do that and I could do it for my lifetime because I know that when I'm, what I'm doing is for the glory of God and not like we've, it's been a, you know, kind of a theme. Like when you really understand Jesus and understand walking with Jesus, it changes your whole perspective on your life. And you're just like, I don't want any glory on me. I Mm. want completely, I want people to look at me and to be like, 
that that girl knows Jesus. Like yeah. I, my thing is oozes Jesus. That sounds so weird, <laughs> but like, I want people to look at me and be like, Jesus is just like your life is like following Jesus. And that's a hard walk guys. It is yeah. something that I'm constantly hit with. Like just constant, like, Oh, that is not honoring. And I just, I've had to really relook at like the things that I'm doing and stuff. And, um, lay down some things that I don't want to lay down just because I know God's like, Hey, I'm going to, I want you to step into this new thing and he's been so faithful through it. And there's been a lot of change in, in my life and a lot of hardship. And, um, last semester I struggled a lot just with everything and God was so patient through it. And now I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, cool, what's next? And (laughs) so, um, I'm excited to be here because one thing I've been asking God specifically is like, what is some, I say a lot of big things and I'm like, Hey, I want to go meet people. I want to talk to people. I want to bring people to Jesus. I want to do this. this, And I don't put actions to my words. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I've been asking God, what is just help me do that? Like teach me how to do that. And then you came to me and was like, we're like, Hey, let's, uh, this is a podcasting I'm doing. Think about it. And I was like, I literally had prayed that day, like, God, what's really? something new that I can do that's really? different <laughs> than what I do? That's and then new. you texted me and we're like, hey. And I was like, that is hilarious. Um, so I'm just excited to see what God does for this because this is totally not what I would have pictured me doing on a Monday morning <laughs> uh, ever. You, you expected yourself um, to be in bed right now. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. So it, was, it is a miracle of God that I'm sitting here talking coherently right now. Um, uh, Ian, are you a morning person? Hey, we got some good Bible breakfast brew we're sipping on. Amen. Bro. Bailey did a good job. He did a great job. I yeah, think I am a morning me. person. Um, in some, in some res- like So when I first started walking with Jesus, I was like, all about it, dude. I mean, I would I would stay up at midnight till midnight and be up at like five thirty or six oh, every man. morning and just Can't. grinding mm. and like. But I loved it. I had so much energy because I was just on fire. Like Amen. the breakaway group that started, I like met two There's girls. So many of y'all. I know. I met like it's two fun. girls in a class, and I was like, "They were at this house." Yeah, we oh, did yeah. a game night. That yeah. was so awesome. That was like a hundred people here. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. That's really cool to see because like when I first started, I'm a breakaway volunteer and I love it so much. Um, learned a lot through it. There was a while there where I didn't like it and God God taught me a lot through that season of just being like, that is totally your pride and you're, you're, mm. that's not me. Mm. And But walking through breakaway um, and I get to greet. So I get to stand in the lobby sometimes and just see people. And there is always Ian there <laughs> with like, and I've watched this group grow and it's amazing to see how big this group has grown and they stand in front of the balcony section because we can't open the balconies for a certain amount of time because we need to fill up the bottom bowl. So they tell us specifically, we will tell you when the balconies are open and Ian's group sits in the balcony specifically, right? Like y'all sit up there. Yeah. So a story behind that. I, it's actually not really, I'm not, I haven't been leading it for the past like three or four months. It's actually been my friend, Matthew Delosier, and then a couple other people, Chris Welch, um, girl named Cheyenne. I'm going to just shout them out because they're awesome. Shout them out. Cheyenne Lampkin and then Cheyenne. Um, Abby Fields. She's also a life group leader. Fields yeah. is awesome. So they've been, so when I left for Brenham at the me. beginning of fall semester, last semester, I was like, all right, you guys got it. And so it was cool because when I left, I was like, all right, let's God, like, I'm just going to trust you. you're going to work through it. And then it just grew way beyond yeah. what I could do. Yeah. And then same thing happened when I left Brenham and came back. I was like, all right, God, I have this Bible study here. I don't want to leave it. And I left it and it became better when I left. And I was like, yeah. all right, I guess I just need to leave places and trust God with it. Cause it always becomes like when we just surrender, like 
the idea that I have to be the one that grows this and like mm-hmm. let God do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that we shouldn't be like a part of it, but like yeah. I've just seen there's like a lot of fruit in like surrendering it to God yeah. and just like walking away because that's the whole point is to grow the Bible study and like not finding identity in, oh, I have this, because I'm not leading anything. I've never really been an official leader. I've just kind of been like, all right, I'm just going to like invite people to this big thing and see what happens. And then like God does the rest. So that's like such a big lesson to learn. I mean, Zach and I have led a life group for a while together. And last, last spring, all of us struggled so hard, Mm. like with that, feeling that we had to be the ones yeah. to and mm. you could tell that god was teaching us through that because our life group did not grow like and we it went was, it was rough it. it was rough like we had some hard hard times where we were like god what are you doing because we were seeing so many other life groups just boom explode and yeah. we were comparing ourselves and we were like what are we doing wrong and the whole time god was like you're trying to do it on your own power yeah, you're from and your own strength. This semester, yeah. we went into it immediately like, this is not like, our We're life doing group. this for Jesus. And we're not doing this for us. it's been amazing to see just simply who he's brought in the door. Our life group size, I don't know if you've noticed, but since from when we stopped having that mindset of this is all about us, we're going to do this from our own strength to mm-hmm. we're going to like to, to now when mm-hmm. we became more reliant on Jesus, our life group size, I would say, has tripled. Yeah. And one oh, thing so I've been like super... Or section inst- size. Like thing about it is like yes size is great and you want to have people and yeah. you want to multiply but i also wanted was praying that people that would come in the door were people that would stick people yeah. that would be mm. the people of peace that would seek after others and we had like a good core like with bailey and and um andrew and kira we had good core but we needed new like younger people to come in and take that and kind of help mm. lift it up and seeing the caliber of people that have walked in and i'm like man you're this cool already just imagine just a year or two of discipleship just getting refined how you're gonna be like wow and it's just been really god's been so faithful through it and seeing that and just getting to stand and like watch people worship and stuff and i'm like a year ago it was not like this like (laughs) just god's so faithful through that and someone that's kind of popping into my head right now is israel man (laughs) he is hilarious He's a cool guy. My favorite story about Israel. God, the Halloween party. <laughs> do you know the story, Bailey? Were you here for that? Okay, Showed so up. so we had a... No, Ian, do you know the story? I, I do. Know. Okay, so Israel, if you're listening to this, we love you, bro. We this is, this is perhaps the... F- okay, so Israel... <laughs> I don't think I don't know if Israel is aware of this, but he is one of the funniest people. Yeah, but not because of his jokes or his witty or anything. Just because of what he does. He is. Dude, I love funny. people like that. he's great. So we had a. <laughs> I think he did this on purpose, which is, makes it even better. He, we had a, I don't know, but we had a Halloween party the last October, and we all dressed up. I was a doc. I was Doctor Bean. I was, I was there. Yeah, I remember. I was a great. Um, and then there was Doctor Pepper too. Yeah, Cody yeah. was Doctor Pepper. I was. Better, oh, and you like uh, introduced yourself as Doctor. Yeah, he walked My in late on purpose and yes. was like, "The doctor's in," and we were like, "Oh." <laughs> Your My your jaw gosh. was on the ground. It was. I did not expect it. I was good looking. But too. Israel. <laughs> anyway, that's not relevant. Israel. So, so the is the party's over. Okay, like life it's been group over is like over. thirty minutes. And Israel comes walking up the driveway, and his like he was the Matrix. He was Neo from the Matrix. And dude. He just yeah. comes walking. He's up. wearing glasses at night. <laughs> like, what a baller! At dude. the end, and we're all standing here. It's just the leaders left, and we're literally yeah, there's like all just six people around. left. And you, you talk about fashionably late. Dude. He, <laughs> he killed it. And he was like, he, he just comes. He's like, hey guys, I'm here. And we were like, 
hey, buddy. And we didn't have the heart to tell him like, it's over. No, and so he knew. He hung around yeah. for a while just because we were like, you dressed up and stuff. But he, um, he told me, I asked him, I was like, why Why are you late? And he goes, I couldn't find a coat. And so he literally was going <laughs> like store to store to store just trying to find a coat and finally found one that he, that he thought fit and just moseyed on up. And I was like, <laughs> I appreciate dude. you even still coming. Because if it were yeah. like, Eight, I'd be like, eh, I'm not going. But he came, yeah. and that's 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 his real. He yeah. he commits, and he's he's a pretty cool. He guy. said he'd come, and he would. I've been convicted about that lately, where you're like, um, letting your yeses be yeses, Bro, yes. and your nos be nos. Yeah, you know, I've been reading a lot of. My, there's this really good thing called the Streetlights Bible. If you've ever heard of it, it's basically spoken word. This they put a rap beat in the background, and they they just read the Bible. And uh, one of my favorites is Matthew chapter five, and there's a part where Jesus is talking about like making vows <clears throat> and he says like, don't make vows. Don't say like, right. I swear on heaven is like heaven's God's throne room. Don't yeah. say on earth. Cause like it's his footstool. Don't say like by Jerusalem, it's the city of the great King. And don't say like even by your hair. Cause you can't even turn your hair different colors. You have no control over that. Just mm. so it's just say a simple, yes, I will. Or no, I won't. And anything beyond that is like, like from that. the evil one. And you're like, wow. It's like, and I'm going to let those yeses be yeses. And that's and something that if you didn't read the Bible, you would never come to the conclusion of. Yep. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like that is a sin. It doesn't seem like that is a bad thing yeah. at all. But it's laid out clearly like, wow, if we make these overambitious like vows and promises yeah. that your word has nothing if yeah. you don't back it up. It's like, it's like Jesus is saying, like whenever Jesus sits in the Bible or Paul or Peter, if he's like, these amazing people and they said that they were going to do something. You could believe that, that you could take that to the bank. Yeah. A lot of people, I feel like a lot of, I feel like I've lost that. Yeah. We're like, I, I, yeah. if I say something, I'm going to do something, you know, I don't necessarily do it. It's like, and you kept me accountable of that the other day. I did. I, Cause I, I told everybody I was going to go on this camping trip and it ended up actually being, a really good thing. It was I, so fun. I, I'm glad you came, bro. Dude, I'm glad too. And I came, I came in kind of egotistical. Like, I missed. Oh, by the way, you would not guess what happened. So I came into this camping trip after like being really late because I stayed up way too late the night before, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be miserable if I don't sleep in. And <laughs> my, my class started 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I, know, I have to leave like high key soon because I skipped Soci on Friday. I need to go. So. Okay. Yeah, this lasted way longer than. I'm okay. I'm, honestly, I'm fine. I'll go to the lab later and be there. At midnight. Jacqueline goes to Sosi. She sits there and like takes notes for me. If I go, don't go. But I haven't gone three times. Ariel was Ariel was telling me the other day, so. like while we were driving there, that uh, you and her had some problems going to class last semester. We are. Mm, I'm working on. It. <laughs> we'll I'm talk about that later. With God, <laughs> I want to hear more. But what are you saying? Bailey? So let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, basically, what I was saying is, uh, you kept me accountable. But when I showed up, I was like. I, my heart was right, but I don't think it came across the right way to you specifically. Okay. Is that I was like, I, I love y'all so much that I'm missing my favorite UFC fighters to be here right now. And what's funny is I actually didn't miss it at all. It's actually this upcoming weekend. Oh. What? The, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Which and I was like trying to get in the middle of the woods, the middle of nowhere, trying, trying to, to get, get on the on live there. stream on my phone, trying to find a free Reddit It's stream. like no reception there. <laughs> I love it. That's, and yeah. that's how much I like martial arts. But uh, yeah, you kept me accountable on that because I said I was going to go. And it was my like, and my you selfishness. Me. Yeah, my selfishness to be like, 
You're uh, like, yeah, man, I'm thinking about going. Watch the the UFC fight, and I'm kind of tired and all this stuff, but I felt God saying, like, you need to grow because you're going to grow in community. And what ended up happening was I went there that night, got there just fine. We had a great time. Everybody was going to bed. I wasn't that tired yet because I had stayed up late the night before, slept in. Everybody else got up early. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, it's going to be cold tonight, you know. I'm just going to head on back. And I, I told Zach and all of them in the tent, I was like, hey, I'm just going to head back to college station tonight. And so I and we were like, you're like, great. Yeah. See you, see you on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was headed out. And I get out about 15 minutes down the road. <laughs> and I just hear, boom, just this big pop in my car. And like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, I'm oh, like in the middle of nowhere. Like, what am <laughs> I going to do? This is where the do? horror movie starts. Yeah. Oh, man. And little did I know. That they were telling horror stories while I was. <laughs> oh, gone. We were literally, no. literally, I was in the tent talking to Stoker and Brian because Brian and Stoker were spooning, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I was like, of "I was like, y'all, Brian just—it's like, or not Brian." I was like, "Y'all, Bailey just left, and he is his car just broke down, and he's about to get attacked by the monster. This, this is bad." Did y'all go help him though? Yeah, so I actually try to call Chris because you know he's yeah. like, uh, he and works on yeah. cars all the time, and. uh couldn't get a hold of him. I was like, I know. I think come he was on. asleep. I was I like, yeah, he was asleep. Yeah. I was like, come on, Zach. Come on, Zach. Call him. No answer. And then I was like, give it another shot. Me, and he me, like answers, but it like doesn't work. Mm. And then I, I know that he answers. So do I you, know he's up. Do you know what was happening at the time? No. When you called me? So the girls were going to prank the guys. <laughs> And oh, we were dealing with that. My at the, God. When you, you called, you called Ariel, me. Ariel, Morgan, Driscoll. I know. Okay. Seriously. So Ariel and Hannah were going to come over to our tents and mess around. And Stoker saw them like through the shadows. And at the same time, Jordan called. Or Jordan. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, Jordan saw your phone. Jordan saw my phone because he had the chargers. And he was like, Zach, uh, I think Bailey's calling you. And I, I was like. I, li- I think I literally told him I was like, it's after hours. Hold on, I'm gonna say <laughs> like, it's after it's, it's, it was hours. like it was like midnight or something. And I was like, I'm done. and I and we had to deal with the you're and you're my phone's hand in my hand like ringing yeah. ringing. And I was like, right, hold on, one sec, bro. But, and I heard you answer and then and like <laughs> scrambling. Oh, well, that, that's the point when like Brian yeah. opened the tent, and, like stared down, <laughs> stared Ariel in the eye, and was like, what are you doing? I <laughs> He's a man. He's a man of God. So, I'm glad. I'm glad Stoker spotted them. So they pranked us. y'all because you, they, they never ended up pranking oh, us. Oh really? Because we tried. caught them. We caught them. They were like, "What's up?" And they were like, "Oh, we just came over here to say good night, and mm-hmm. we like you guys, and you guys have a good That's, night." We were like, "Yeah, right." Such <laughs> yeah. So what ended up happening is Chris came and picked me up, and he it, there's like oil all over my engine, mm. and he was like, yeah, man, there's nothing you're going to be able to do on spot. And so I was like, well, it's God's will that I stay at the campsite tonight. And so (laughs) he picks me up and we go back to the campsite and get in camp and then go to sleep. And I'm like one of the first ones up. So I like start the fire and get it ready. People start slowly trickling out and go stand by the fire. Everybody's super cold. The last one. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all were like, we were laughing just in the tent, in having the a good tent. time. We're like, what's going on in there? It was like in the box with SpongeBob. You know how they get in the box <laughs> and it's like all this stuff happening. going on. Did y'all hear us laughing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's exactly and then you guys open it's like Squidward, like you're Squidward, open the box and we're just sitting there. What are you doing? Wait, can you do that one more time so I can. Imagination. <laughs> you don't know it, but Ian's gonna add the rainbow effect later. Oh, oh yeah, wow. dude, that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> that would be great. Wow. Well. So, anyways, what is in, ends up happening is like my car is on the side of the road. I'm like, dang, I'm an hour away from College Station. 
this is gonna be an expensive tow truck drive and i mentioned something i was like dang it would be so cool if i like on star or something and someone says oh brian has triple a and brian comes out he's like yeah man he's like i think so i think i can get it for you too and gets me a free tow truck ride all the way from lake what was it sam houston sam houston national park yeah sam houston national National forest Forest. to college station our tow truck it was like an hour long drive it would have been like a thousand dollar tow truck yeah for free for free come on and i end up getting to talk to (laughs) the tow truck driver that like didn't really follow jesus didn't really believe in him Mm. and i feel like i impact him because he's like everybody in life is bad everybody and i was like well you just met someone that's not because <laughs> you, so. you know when you're when you're a tow truck driver you only see people who are in bad moods because they gotta get oh, their car yeah. towed so it's like yeah. you know that's one of those things so to wrap this all up let's kind of put our mission into words and just kind of lay it on the ground for people and then let's pray over that yeah. and in this podcast let's do it mission bailey do you want to tell us what our mission is sure <laughs> specifically for this it could be for like you know um, all of Christianity, but like, yeah, I think our mission is to set aside a time just to sit together and really dive in deep into what God's saying through this mm. word and share it with people mm. in a in a different capacity than normal, um, in hopes that maybe it'll impact at least one person mm. um, and bring them into a closer relationship with Jesus. Mm. So I don't know if I said that right. No, that's perfect. Um, and and ultimately what's what's great about doing this is that we can model both for ourselves and for yeah. other people what it's like to because we're growing right because now. we're growing we're growing just as much as people who listen to this we we can model what it's like to be in community with people to be in fellowship with Jesus and to ultimately see the transformation we're going to look back at this podcast and the people who listen to this podcast will look back at who they were at this time right five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, he's like, wow, how much have I grown in that time? How much mm. have I seen community hold me accountable to like grow more in Jesus? How much more have I myself brought people into the love of mm. Jesus mm. and like partnered with God and mm. to do things on his earth, on this earth. Mm. And, and we're going to be astonished at all of the things that God has for us mm. on our point. We really literally don't even know what he has mm plan for us because we couldn't even fathom it it's like wow like you're telling me that in 10 years i'm going to be doing this or i'm going to be doing this or someone has done this because of my impact on their life or because god spoke through me to them are you kidding me i can't believe that but like that's what we're doing here like our like i would almost say that our mission here is to just love jesus the way he taught us to love people and to love him and then to walk out in, you know, Jesus calls like the two most important commandments. It's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. I feel like that's what we're doing here: to love our neighbors as ourselves, and to love God with everything that we have, with our mm. entire, with the fiber of our being, and mm. like to the depths of our soul, to like love yeah. and honor God. And every time we think we've reached the pinnacle of what it means to have a relationship with God. And to like be one with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit just has like another level for us. Yeah. And I'm surprised every single time. There's not a time where I'm not surprised. I'm like, I thought I was at this place and now I'm here. Yeah. Like, wow, wow, yeah. this is like growth and it never stops. And what's cool about that, this 
is we're young. We're all mm. in our 20s, our, our young 20s. Mm. You know, 20, early 21, 20s. 22, early 20s. 20. 20. Yeah. 20, 20, 22. I'm the oldest one 21, here, 22. Yeah. Yeah. Just barely, though. Well, well you're 21. Yeah, I'll I'm be 21. 22 in You're May. 20. I'm 20. 20. 20. So, <laughs> come on. Like, you guys get to grow with us, and that's what this is all about. Like, yeah. everybody listening, everybody here, we want to make this a family. Yeah. We want to make this like a, a, a routine of getting up in the morning every Monday morning and you guys get to grow with us. We want to hear everything the way y'all are growing. We want to hear testimonies. Yeah. And so yeah, we'll set sure. up some way for you guys to like send in testimonies soon. Um, and yeah. we'll probably read those out, but you guys will be able to see us grow yeah. and grow with us. And we'll get to see you guys cool. grow too. Which yeah. Is gonna be so good. Yeah. That's cool. So. Awesome. Well, so we want to pray. Yeah. Yeah. You want to start it off? Sure. Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity. God, you work in such cool ways and you can use literally anything because you ultimately created it. So, Father, I just pray that this podcast is something that glorifies you completely. Lord, that we grow and we sharpen each other through it, but also that people can just um, see your presence through it, Father, that they can encounter you through it. And so, Lord, I just thank you again just for... Um, everyone listening, Father, for each other, and um, God, I just pray that we have a great, great day just filled with um, with you and with your presence, just focusing completely on you, and that we um, seek after you and seek after others. In your name, amen. amen. Come on over, get you some breakfast. Bible breakfast. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> it'll it'll be hopefully remix. Come on over to the Bible breakfast. Oh yeah, that'll be for like the evening dinner. Dinner with Dad. Bye guys. All right, peace out.